Welcome back to Diamond Cup Media. Today, I sat down with former Green Bay Packer, Terrence Murphy. Now, Terrence Murphy got injured his rookie year and could never play again. After that, he decided, you know what? I'm gonna take control of my finances and went after it himself and learned financial literacy and real estate himself. Long story short, uh, Terrence has become an absolute titan in the real estate space, broker, investor, and he's back on Diamond Media to talk about what's going on, what's new, and some of the new developments he's working on, how he sees the real estate landscape. And it was a really fun interview and informative as well. Uh, thanks for stopping by and let's get right into it. Let's get going, man. So I got uh, Terrence Murphy on the line. Now we talked before, um, Terrence Murphy, now you guys do, uh, you guys have done a billion in, in, in revenue, correct? Billion in sales. Billion in sales. sales. Um, we, actually hit, we actually hit it this uh, upcoming month, so. Oh yeah? Yep, I think you last time we talked, I was tracking a billion, mm -hmm. but it actually is actually coming to fruition since I've talked to you last. So we'll hit it this next month. Right, and yep. so broker and investor, Mm -hmm. And so I, I have I had some questions. Let's get through some of these questions, man. Some of the important questions. Yeah, let's dive um, into it. Yeah, at this point, I just call myself a real estate entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you kind of do everything. Yeah, I'm building, I'm selling, I'm managing, I'm developing, mm -hmm. I'm buying commercial, I'm doing whatever. But and then the other thing, the cool thing is, you're one of the people that really inspired me to start my podcast. I appreciate so I'm, that. I want to catch you up on that too. Yeah, yeah. What's happened since we originally spoke uh, with the firm? What, what's what's been changing? Yeah, man. So we actually just moved over to EXP. Mm -hmm. um, we actually merged my brokerage with EXP. So my wife and I started TM Five. We were the founders and the owners and the broker, um, and we grew that thing in eight years. A lot of grind, you know, to get to right at a billion in sales. In eight years in a small town is a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. But we started realizing that uh, there was a lot of it that I was carrying the training. I was carrying the liability, um, you know, and, and, and for us, we always wanted our agents to have an opportunity to understand what ownership meant. And so as we get ready to expand and scale our brand, we pretty much talk to everybody under the sun, man, like, if they're, if they're in the game, whether it's Compass, KW, Rilogy, I mean, we talk to them, Sotheby's, but EXP afforded us the best opportunity to expand immediately. So we're going to expand the Terrence Murphy team um, into 20 locations, and those 20 locations will be doing $50 million a piece. So that's a billion a year in sales. So instead of taking eight years to get to a billion, my ultimate goal is to get to where I'm doing a billion a year in sales with 20 expansion teams. So that's what has changed for our brokerage. It's uh, still TM5. It's still Terrence Murphy team. It's still got our maroon and white. We just have now merged with EXP. And now we can bring in agents all around the United States. But also we're expanding into other countries. So we're expanding into Colombia, Canada, South Africa, and some other countries too. Mm. So it's important to do that immediately, bro. Yeah. When you coming out here, man? I'm coming, bro. So we're finna, so we're gonna hit Texas hard because we're right in Central Texas. Yeah. So we're finna try to put down 20 locations in Texas. So we're looking for agents in Texas, but in, in any other states, we're actually doing attraction and, and bringing them on there too. And we really feel like, um, not only for the culture, but just for agents in general, 
um, as a broker, previous broker and what I bring to the table with training and coaching and actually doing what I said I was going to do. I think I can really attract agents throughout the United States who want to be a part of our ecosystem um, because, you know, now we have 20 companies in our Terrence Murphy companies. I've started another brand, which is called Terrence Murphy Companies. Um, that's kind of the overseeing brand of all the companies that we own and that we're leading. Right. Man, so stuff has changed just in the past. <laughs> yeah, we just, we're growing, man. We started the podcast. You were one of my inspirations when I did your show, I guess a year or so, a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And then because we can, you know, she really, you know, spurred me on to do it too, because when she put our post up just on her page alone, um, had a million reshares. Who? Uh, because we can. The because we can? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got to check that out. Yeah, yeah. She had over a million shares on hers. And it's all about our culture. That's mm -hmm. why I say it because we can. It's because, like, we can do it, too, you know? And right. so when she did that, and we had a million shares of a post of me and my wife buying a commercial strip center. So many people reaching out to us from that, and I was trying to respond to everybody. I couldn't keep up, so I started the podcast real estate entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy, bringing on people who are doing what I want to see other people be inspired to do, which is develop, invest, sell, do hotels, do neighborhoods, all those things. That's why I did a real estate entrepreneur podcast. So what are some of, as far as investing, what are some of the uh, recent investment deals you guys have going on right now? Yeah, man, we really doubled down on residential. Um, you know, we're in the, kind of multifamily space. We've been in the land development space. We've been in the commercial space, not really hospitality. Um, and so, yeah, we've doubled down on residential. We're developing our own neighborhoods in College Station and Bryan. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Jack Nicholas is obviously one of the top golf course developers in the, in the world now at this point, uh, Golden wow. Bear de Development. But we're in a Golden Bear Development uh, neighborhood and traditions. It's a, it's a golf course community. And we're developing our own streets and our own neighborhoods there. And we're only building our product. So it's the Murphy Signature Homes brand. Is, and then we're developing these kind of modern contemporary homes. That's worked really well. We're doing some of our own neighborhoods. we got a couple neighborhoods coming down the pipe. One is called Wolf Den Subdivision. So it'll be um, some really modern contemporary homes. That's really our style, modern contemporary and then modern farm. Um, so, yeah, we're doubling down on that. And then we're really focusing on industrial, um, you know, acquisitions and then also multifamily. That's where I'm spending my time now in that space. So we're getting ready to roll out TM5 Equity Partners. So for the last 15, 16 years that my wife and I have been developing and selling real estate, we've always funded our own projects. But now we're actually going to bring in equity partners and raise some capital to do some private equity stuff to, to take down some bigger deals. And so... What really pushed me to do that is I had an opportunity to buy a Tesla building. Hmm. And Tesla only takes older buildings, the majority of their projects, they take older buildings, remodel them, put some money into them because their basis is lower, and then put some little small like cell centers in there. But this one was a brand new construction, industrial, um, it's where they make their battery packs. It, hmm backed by Tesla corporate, really good lease, really solid cap rate. And I was trying to take it down, just my wife and I, um, and a private equity group came in and beat out our offer. And that's when I realized like, okay, 
Like in order to keep competing at a higher level around the United States, if we're going to be uh, developers and acquire these bigger deals, we're going to probably at some point have to bring in some partners. So that's where we're starting TFI Equity Partners to start helping us, you know, acquire some of these bigger deals and acquire more deals. Hmm. Yeah, that's okay. a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. But but getting my getting my my ass kicked on the Tesla deal really brought light to, hey man, you can't be a lone wolf in this equity game. Like you got to bring some other people in. And that's the way you're going to be able to compete. Also, for people who don't know, what is industrial? When you say industrial. Yeah, so industrial um, is, um, it's like, it was another deal. I'll give you another example. I was looking at a, a Pepsi. And industrial is usually manufacturing, warehouse. Um, it's usually where they create things and ship out stuff. Mm -hmm. So you see FedEx manufacturing things for sale you see ups you see like big corporate companies always that have a product they gotta have a place to make it or they gotta have a place to uh ship it out of and so industrial space that's one segment of it there's other in, uh segments of industrial um just like there's segments of multifamily so you have student right. housing multifamily you have value add multifamily you have newer construction development multifamily and when you're moving around in those spaces, competing across the nation, what I realized is, and I've, I'm not gonna lie, I've competed and I've done okay uh, with buying things and doing okay, but I've realized like, I gotta build a team and I gotta bring in equity and that's where I'm headed. I'm, I'm finna raise the capital. So everything I'm about right now is expansion. I'm expanding the Terrence Murphy team throughout the United States through EXP. I'm expanding my development acquisition company throughout the United States through private equity. Everything I'm about is growth and expansion right now. Got it. So for the, <laughs> it's like, we're, we're about to, we're about to, uh, we went so damn high, now we're about to come down. <laughs> but I'll say this before I jump to that. Um, what, what, what are the hot spots you see in real estate right now? Um, the hot areas. I know, and I was just in Texas. I, I remember I called you and I, I texted you when I was out there. Well, I was too far away at the time. I'm gonna I'm I'm talk to you about that later too. But uh, what are the what are the hot spots, man, right now? Texas for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Apple's billion dollar campus, Tesla just announced they're coming to Austin. I mean, Austin obviously it's been the fastest growing city in America for the last three or four years, but um, it's even hotter now. And so Texas for sure is hot. I think all Sun Belt region, so the Arizonas, the the Texas, the Floridas, the South Carolinas, like real estate's hot all over the nation. Even in second home communities and second home states like Colorado, Florida, um, Utah, Park City, like, like any of these places are hot. Now, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. So real estate's hot across the nation, but I think Texas is probably top three hottest states right now. And I'm, I'm right in the middle of it. So you got Austin and San Antonio West, you got Dallas, Fort Worth North, you got Houston Southeast. Yeah, that's a triangle on the map. College Station, Texas is right in the center of it. So we're right in the middle of the growth. And that's why I'm, I'm bringing in these, um, I'm about to bring in these equity partners and other real estate professionals to help me really take these brands and take them to the next level. Mm. Yeah, it looked like that. It looked like it was heating up out there when I was out there. 
And yeah, it's a lot going on, man. And it's a, it's a great state, you know. And, and so Texas is a very diverse state in a sense that there's a lot of population of everybody. You know, the, the, the most diverse city in America is Houston, Texas. So, um, so there's a lot going on, man. It's a, it's a great time to be here in the state for sure. That's funny, too, because uh, people think California is the only diverse place and stuff, but not really. Um, if somebody, I wanted to ask you this, too. So now we got to come down. So let's say, let's say I'm a, a, a hardworking guy. I just, um, I saved up $20,000, right? I saved up $20,000, and I'm like, man, I've been hearing about this real estate stuff. You know, I put this away to try to do something great. I want to flip this twenty thousand into, let's say, a hundred thousand, hundred thousand plus. How? What's the best way somebody could do that? Starting from twenty grand and try to get to a hundred. What's yeah. What's the best way they could try to flip that? Yeah, what I would say, man, is find your own path. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm always blown away at everybody on social media who always got a comment. Like they always got a feedback. Like even when we did that article or did the show a year or so ago, everybody was down there coming that, man, he don't know, he, he, he didn't say this right and he didn't say that right. Like it don't have to, it don't have to be right. It's my right. You know right. what I mean? Like, like I'm not here to try to get everybody. This is not, a, I'm not trying to be the president. I'm following the path that God has me on for my own financial literacy path. So let's just start there. Like, mm-hmm. Everybody's so focused on trying to be these internet specialists and internet real estate professionals. Like I'm not on there trying to force somebody else to agree with my path. This is my path. This is helping me build my wealth. And, and I'm not on her stunt saying, hey, well then, you know, no, man, listen, you don't agree? Cool, move on to the next video. Like this video ain't for you. Mm-hmm. But that's where I would start people first. Yep. Is what is your path? like? Whatever books that you're reading, whether it's Robert Kiyosaki books, whether it's podcasts, financial literacy podcasts, just find your own path and then decide what that is. So here's my suggestion. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. With if somebody had $20,000, like I said, I want to preface it. This isn't the only way to invest 20K, but this is the way I would tell somebody to do it. One, if you already have a home, then there's a path. But if you don't have a home, this is the path I would say, buy a duplex. Hmm. Buy a duplex, get the, you know, FHA uh, type deal or or even lower conventional because FHA may not be structured right for duplex. Lower conventional where you put down five to 10%, move into one side of the duplex, rent out the other side and stay in it for two years, build the equity up move out, turn that other side into a full duplex. Now you rent it, go do it again. Right. And so, um, you know, because when you can do a 10% conventional or 15% conventional versus the traditional 20 to 25 or 30%, that's a game changer. Your dollar goes that much further. Interest rates are low. So I would encourage you to do that or buy a home. Now you can for sure do FHA. You're talking 3.5% down up to 5%. You move into it, and I would encourage you to do a newer construction home. So find a newer home, look at the D restrictions, look at the HOA, make sure you can rent it, but stay in it. I think it's 24 months or 36 months that you have to stay in that property, and then you turn around, turn that into an investment property, and do it again. 
It's the same way you see new builders all builders all across the nation. Most builders, I don't do this, but most builders build a home. They stay in it for two years. They turn around, put it on the market and sell it. They pay no capital gain taxes because they've been in it for two years. It was their homestead. They build it and then they do it again and again and again. That's how they're building their wealth as builders because they build it for, at cost. There's no builder margin on it. Well, we can have the same hack for FHA or, or conventional low down, you know, low percentages down. You move into a home, stay in it two years, 24, 36 months. Same thing builders do. But instead of selling it, you rent it and then just do it again. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would encourage people to do. And then use that as your self-education. You're going to learn things about management. You're going to learn things about investment properties that is going to teach you to then take that knowledge and start doing bigger deals and doing more deals and start doing development and all those things. But I would say start there. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, and you could, uh, from what I understand, you could go up all the way up to um, a fourplex and it still be considered residential. Correct. Yeah. So if they if they if they spot something, if they spot a few more units, if they can they can swing it, you can start like that. Yeah. And then I would say my, my only advice would be talk to a specific lender in your region mm-hmm. and then talk to if you're not a broker, talk to a real estate broker to understand because each state is different. Mm-hmm. You know, most real estate in, in residential is generalistic. If it happens in Texas, it can happen in California. But there are some specifics to each state. If you're watching this, you want to figure that out. Okay. One of the things they always say is a quote that I live by, land. They ain't making any more of it, right? So, like, what I'm doing is I'm also buying farmer ranches. And uh, I'm putting cows on there. I told you I'm going to head out and move some cows right now. <laughs> um, but I'm from East Texas. I'm a country kid. We didn't have a lot of means, but we grew up in the country, so I understand rural life. And then I came to Texas A&M, which is an agricultural mechanical school. And I got my degree in ag. So, uh, but yeah, so that's that's a move that people don't, our culture and just people don't really understand is buying land and buying hundreds and hundreds of acres if you can and running ag on it to keep your ag exemption or running cows on it and doing hay and doing those things until the development comes to you. Some of the biggest, wealthiest, uh, family fortunes was was because of land, because of land ownership, being land barons. And if you understand what land does over time, that's always a that's always a good play because land doesn't lose its value. It doesn't it doesn't depreciate and go up and down. It it may go slow, but every year, year over year, land is worth more than what it was the year before you bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, do you feel, given the current environment? Um, that residential is going to be the the less risky uh, between uh, certain types of commercial compared to residential. What's going on right now with all the, the stimulus and and the property values skyrocketing and whatnot? Um, how do you feel about how do you feel about that overall? I think there is risk. The biggest risk is not buying real estate. Mm-hmm. Like the biggest risk I tell people is if you're still paying rent. That's the risk. Mm. You know, real estate is not perfect. It's not a perfect asset class. There will be ups and downs. There will be, there will be cycles. It's cycles just like any other asset class, just like stocks and bonds and whatever. But the big, the biggest risk is not buying any real estate at all. Like if people are like, well, I don't know how to manage it. I don't, 
then like I said, just go buy raw land, just sit on it. <laughs> you know, like if you like, well, I got, you know, I got 200 grand or I got 50 grand or I got, just go buy a piece of land and just let it sit. If you don't know what to do, just buy land. But I will tell you the people that are paying rent and they're not building up some type of equity in a tangible asset, that's the biggest risk. You know, that's where you're losing because I've said this time and time again on my podcast and on my little Instagram is, and I got this quote from Robert Kiyosaki is, savers are losers. We got to remember that. Like, if you still are stocking cash and putting it in your closet and under your mattress, or, you know, or at a bank in a savings account, it's fine for a short time period. But if that's your ultimate goal is I'm going to save my way into building wealth, it's not going to happen. Inflation is eating away at your cash. They're printing more money every day in our country. Our dollar value used to be backed by gold. It's not backed by gold anymore. It's backed by debt. And so if it's backed by debt, the only way to hedge debt is to have, is to create leverage. And that's, that's key. Like, if you don't understand nothing else I'm talking about today, like, you cannot just put your money in a savings account or in a safe at home and think that it's going to be worth more in 10 years. It's not. It's not going it's, 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 it's to be a loss. Right. On that note, I know right now you, you started a, a little program where you're, you're teaching people how to and get involved with real estate and whatnot. Um, can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, man, I had so many messages and emails from people around the world that reached out to me and my wife when they saw that we purchased this commercial strip center. Uh, I guess it's been three years ago now. Um, so I started the podcast, Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast with Terrence Murphy. It's on everything, Spotify, Apple, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. It's, it's on all that stuff. And I'm bringing in guests to talk about these topics that we're talking about and really diving into it and diving deeper. But uh, we're getting ready to start a, a, um, almost like a, a mastermind and a coaching business where I coach. Real, and and I, like I said, on, I'm, I'm only bringing in five clients up front because I want to make sure that I'm doing it the right way. It's just one-on-one coaching. It's 30-minute coaching sessions once a week. So you get four coaching sessions a month. Um, and it's real estate entrepreneurs. So whether you're a real estate broker, an investor, someone looking to become that, I can coach you on how to do it in the step-by-step. So I really started off there versus let me host these big um, sessions at a hotel. I'm I'm, I'm more of an intimate, like one-on-one coaching type of guy. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm the same way. When people go out here and they start investing, do you think it's always, do you think it's good for them to get um, their license every time or uh, you see that as something that's, eh, how do you feel about that? The license, I started off as just an investor for four or five years without a license. And I always kind of felt like I was having to peek over the fence to see what was going on. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, hey man, like, what's happening? You know what I mean? It's like the party's happening over here and I'm on the other side of the fence and I don't really know what's going on. And I'm having to wait on my neighbor to open the gate and let me in. So mm-hmm. That really was the, the best perspective and analogy I could give. And, and then if you decide you're a good person with sales, then it's a no-brainer to have your license. But if you don't really want to sell and you're okay with people bird-dogging deals, bringing them to you, then it really makes no sense to have it. Because there is certain markets that if you get your license, realtors stop bringing you deals because they're like, oh, you just don't compete with me. Mm. So deal flow is important. 
But if you want to be in the know and you always want to, I'm real big on, I want to be in the know and I want to educate myself. Cause I know one thing, the best investment that we have is ourselves. Like you can invest in real estate, you can invest in this and in that, but if you invest in you and in your mind, no one can ever take away that knowledge from you. So that was, that was important for me. Yeah. So I'm real good at growing companies. I'm real good at vision. Mm -hmm. I'm real good at growth. And I understand branding and, and creativity. The one weak spot that I have that I'm not good at is digital marketing. And that's something that you're really good at. So getting out the message, putting it in a creative way, and then putting it in front of people consistently is something you do really well. So if there's a way for us to team up and do that, then shoot, man, let's talk about it, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some little uh, joint program type of thing. Um, also, just for just for a sake, because I have not said it, where, where can they? Uh, where can people find you who see this? Because I know a lot of people. Last time we did this, um, I know people were curious to reach out to all you guys, man. Actually, you, uh, Mike McCabe, Jane. Um, so where where can they find you? Yeah, man. So I, like I've been, you know, getting on Clubhouse a little bit. I've been trying to stay off that thing, it, it, man. It, it, I'll have you on there for three days straight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can find me on at my website. It's just terrencemurphy.com. It's T-E-R-R-E-N-C-E murphy.com. So find me on that. Or you can find me on my Instagram. It's just Terrence Realtor. So Terrence and then R-E-A-L-T-O-R. Yeah, just start those. Probably the best two locations to find me. And then, uh, yeah, man, like as I start these new things that I'm doing, the podcast, the coaching, the expansion, the equity partners, man, just just keep me abreast. And I'm, I'm just all about trying to help people grow and build wealth and just have education to where they even know where to start. So, and soon I'm going to be writing a book. I need to put a book out. I've, I've been needing to do that, but uh, and that'll be coming out too, too pretty soon. So, yeah, I appreciate the time. Always, bro. Yeah. Proud of what you're doing, man. Keep moving forward, bro. We'll stay. We'll team up on something soon. Yeah, absolutely. Take care, big dog. Thank okay. you for bringing me on. I'm looking forward to this episode. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, man. All right, bro. Okay, T, thank you.